0: Hey everybody, this is Sensei Anthony coming to you with another episode of the Karate Chronicles. Rolling and recording on Monday, April the 30th. And what I want to talk about today is, I want to talk about riding the wave. Now, to a certain extent, we've discussed the trends of martial arts, or the cool new fads, or whatever you want to call it, right? But, I want to talk about not just riding the trends, but what maintaining a trend actually requires. Let me tell you what I mean again. Now, for some of you youngins out there, and by that I mean 30 and younger, you guys probably didn't see Mixed Martial Arts as it first manifested itself in the United States. It'll be 25 years on in November, and I remember when And where I saw the first UFC, right? And because Hoyce Gracie and his family had done such a good job of establishing jujitsu as a viable fighting system, all of a sudden, the wave was, you need to learn how to grapple to be an effective martial artist. Now, this doesn't take into effect that people have been protecting themselves for years with stand-up arts alone. But... In the context of competition with very limited rules, back then the only prohibited rules were eye gouging and biting. You actually could eye gouge, but to prevent it, you were charged $1,000 every time you did it. So, in the context of sport with very limited rules, a family which had had a history of this kind of fighting did well against people who did not. Great, right? So all of a sudden, the trend was, oh man, I gotta learn how to grapple if I'm gonna win. And then, of a sudden, you had all these people that claimed to have these ridiculously inflated fight records, and it was always and zero, and it was always like 50 and you know. 0. It was never 33 and you know. 0, it was never 7 and you no, know. it was never 9 and you know. 0, it was never, you know, 14 and you no, know. It was always these ridiculously inflated numbers, that ended in a five or a zero. You know, how amazing. And some of these people even had claim to ground fighting. Judo players were saying stuff like, oh yeah, this is just judo. We've always done this, but only in certain contexts. You know, in sport, we don't fight this way, but we know how to do it. All of a sudden, all of these different brands of jiu-jitsu polished up their sign Danzanru being one of them, small circle being another. And all of a sudden, Jitsu oh, back on the scene. The problem with that was that the people that were riding this wave lacked the chops, in most cases, of the Gracies. They were not as skilled in their craft as the Gracies were. And that's no mistake. The Gracies were born into this. Many of them were born into this. And they had extensive training in other grappling systems. Don't let them fool you. The fact that they did not include the fact that many of them were judo black belts and had extensive experience with wrestling ensemble, don't let that lead you to believe that they did not have experience in these other arts. They did. But anybody that had legitimate claim to any jiu-jitsu claimed that they could replicate what the Gracie's have done. And their schools were full up until they were exposed as not what they saw on TV, the students I mean, and it was not the same thing. And that's fine. I'm a firm believer that whatever it is you do, you should plant your flag in it and people will like it. Whatever it is you do, people will like it, right? So, there was that wave, that trend that people initially rode and either they got off voluntarily or they were tossed off because they were exposed as less than what they claimed they were in their marketing campaigns. That's fine. So, as that's going on, you've got got a movie called Enough with Jennifer Lopez. It was not a great movie. It wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. But it exposed the masses to Krav Maga, the Israeli fighting system. And because of that, and because Jennifer Lopez looked so physically fit for the role, all of a sudden, Krav Maga schools start popping up all over the country. And anybody with some law enforcement, uh, military background, all of these guys claimed that they could teach, and girls, excuse me, all claimed that they could teach Krav Maga and that they were qualified to do so. And really, to this day, Krav Maga still maintains a respectable reputation. It's been exposed in a little bit, in the sense of there are not as many teachers of Krav Maga legitimately out there. But it still overall maintains a decent reputation, because people look at it as a fighting system where there's no katas, no forms. You know, it's strictly a fighting system. And that's great. But again, all these super soldiers out there who claimed to be super qualified in Krav Maga fell by the wayside. So that wave rose and crashed. I'm just saying to you people out there that if you are riding a wave please have legitimate claim to that thing and do not pretend to be something that you're not. Now My root art is Karate. I have some pretty significant experience in Jiu-Jitsu, Judo, Boxing, and a few other things. But I don't pretend to be something that I'm not. If I have to defend myself, I'm going to look to knock that person out with percussive weapons. Just because I know how to kick you in the legs, just because I know how to leg check a roundhouse kick, does not mean that I will ever, in any way, shape, or form, claim to have extensive experience in Thai boxing as people know it. I'm not going to lie to you that way. I've fought Thai boxers, I've sparred them, and I've done very well against them for a number of reasons. But I'm not gonna claim to be a Muay Thai boxer. My uncle was a Golden Gloves champion in boxing, and I learned a lot from him. But am I going to claim to be a boxer? No. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to try to ride that weight because I don't do boxing in a way that would make me feel comfortable in just calling myself a boxer. I know other stuff, right? So the martial arts world, not just mixed martial arts, but the martial arts world in general goes in cycles. Whatever the art is will have its heyday, And they will have a time where it is not as popular or deemed as effective. For you instructors out there, or even for you students, you don't have to explain why you do anything or why you choose to do anything. Just do it because you enjoy it. Or do it because you find it to be the most effective way for you. The martial arts is a super individual thing, even though you have classmates and a teacher. And like I tell people... Over and over again, my job as an instructor is to make the art fit you, not you fit the art. I'm six feet and 190 pounds. and I've got a pretty long reach for my height. So for me to try to teach you the same techniques as I know them to someone who's five foot seven and has an average reach is foolish. I'm not going to do that. My job is to make sure that I teach in a way that benefits you. When I teach my self-defense seminars, my women's self-defense classes, there's no wave that I'm writing. I don't pretend to be a Krav Maga specialist because I'm just not. The fact of the matter is what my father taught me is way in line with what I've seen in some Krav Maga classes. So to be honest with you, aside from like the bayonet disarms and the gun disarms, there hasn't been a whole lot of... Krav Maga that I haven't already been taught. I'm just not super impressed with it overall. Now, I know it has aspects of executive protection and all this kind of stuff that your average person doesn't have to consider if you're not going to be a bodyguard to an ambassador or something. But the point is, in all of this stuff, wherever the martial arts world may take you, whatever it may point to in terms of popularity because of who's doing well at the time, enjoy what you do for why you do it. Don't ride the wave because it's popular. Because everything has an ebb and flow. And I think you would be well served to stay away from the peaks and valleys and ride the middle. That's my kind of long-winded rant for the day, but I just kind of felt like I needed to speak on that because as I'm closing in on 40 years in this game, I see the more things change, the more they stay the same, and the fact that there's not really anything new under the sun. So, like the stock market, it'll have great years and horrible years in terms of popularity or value to the masses. That doesn't mean that it cannot and will not benefit you individually, whether it's in the peak of its popularity or the absolute valley of its um, unpopularity. So, That being said, check me out at MartialArtsOakland.com, check me out on YouTube under Anthony Thomas Martial Arts, and by, by far the most important thing, please be kind to yourselves and each other.